Welcome to the Stone Conversation Podcast, covering everything to do with buying, selling and investing in real estate. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just wanting to start out, Stone Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Stone Conversation channel. It's Peter Mumford here again. And today we're starting on a bit of a series of looking at regional areas around Australia where we operate. It's, a, it's about exploring these areas, explaining to you what's going on, as we're noticing a lot of people from some of the city areas are making the shift to regional areas. So our first person we're chatting to today is the lovely Lauren Wild. Lauren is the principal down there at the uh, Mornington office in Victoria. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Hi, Pete. Thanks for having me. So, Lauren, we've noticed, you know, there's been a bit of news in the press and different stories, and I know a lot of people are considering moving to some beautiful regional areas where they want more space, whether it's a cheaper investment property maybe than in the CBD, maybe looking for a property to retire to one day or move their family. So I thought today... A lot of people may not know about the beautiful Mornington Peninsula and I've had the opportunity to be there a couple of times and it is the most wonderful part of the world. So, Lauren, before we get into the investment opportunities and, and, and what you're seeing as a demographic shift into your area out of Melbourne, tell us about Mornington and tell us about the peninsula. I think what most attracted me to Mornington, and mind you, I haven't lived here my entire life, um, so what attracted me the most is definitely the array of beautiful beaches that we have, um, the community vibe that you get walking down Main Street, being able to just walk into a local cafe and you're actually known, you're not just a number. So it's really easy then to make friendships and connections. Um, that's probably one of my favourite things about Mornington actually. It's not just a beautiful seaside area, it is the people that make up Mornington and it really does feel like that community hub. Um, so that's really helped me to expand and grow my business over the last five to six years as well because everybody's just really supportive around here of local businesses. Um, then, of course, you've got the beaches and you've got it, – it's not as busy down here as probably, you know, as you get closer to Melbourne where some of the most um, attractive spots can be. It's funny, a lot of people miss the Mornington Peninsula because they just don't realise that we're, we're down here and we're only – 45 to 50 minutes away from the city. Um, so it's been really nice because we aren't too busy. You know, you can go down to the beach within five to six minutes of anywhere that you live in Mornington, which is really nice. What are some of the areas, Lauren, that people may have heard of or the, the different suburbs down there? Well, I think that a lot of people are attracted when they come down here to Mount Martha. Um, they would have heard of the Pillars, um, which had a lot of news press over the last couple of years. The locals certainly didn't like it because a lot of people came down and sort of um, left rubbish and, and trashed the pillars and stuff like that. But, it, you know, I think that's one of the things that really attracted a lot of people down here. Um, definitely the wineries. You go to, you know, we're about 15 minutes away from most of the wineries up in Red Hill. Um, so it's really hard to miss the Mornington Peninsula as you're driving up to Red Hill. And they are beautiful, um, aren't they? Those wineries. Those wineries. Oh, I've, I've seen a few and I, I do like stunning. a glass of wine. and. They're so beautifully, <laughs> uh, the cellar doors just look amazing. There's a lot of money being invested in those. And I think, you know, there's some, oh, there absolutely. is some great wineries down there and great eating spots to go to as well. 
Mm, mm, absolutely. And it's just getting better and better. And we're getting so many more restaurants and, you know, wineries are really changing the game and they're really offering a beautiful service for people that are coming down here. So we're very lucky to live down here. We get the best of all worlds, really. And and from Mornington there up into Red Hill, how long would that be? Mm. Would that be 20 minutes or so? Or yeah, 15? 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Yep. So very yep. quick drive. Yep. You're on a beautiful seaside area there with, you know, the great little... I guess I wouldn't say marina. What will we call it there? The the um the jetties that prom out and the fishing vessels that go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got the yacht club down there, and we've got um the bay, so you can see all the big um boats that come through as well. It's really beautiful at night time and, and during the day. And the next suburbs that go along, you've got other suburbs. Maybe tell us a bit about Sorrento and Portsea and so on. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that, you know, when we I speak just about Mornington because I live in Mornington, but, you know, the Mornington Peninsula as a whole, um, as you keep driving along the sort of Esplanade and down the beach, you, you do take you into Sorrento and Portsea and there's beautiful boutique shops there and absolutely stunning, you know, yachts throughout summer and beautiful walking trails as well where you can see the ocean and the cliff edge as you're sort of walking around. So it's really beautiful. And is it Portsea uh, that has all the little, uh, what do we call them, uh, beach shacks or little boat, little individual boat, or yeah. pastel colours, what do we call those? And they look amazing. You see them along the waterfront that people own. Yeah, the, the beach boxes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty of those um, all across the Mornington Peninsula and they're quite famous down here. Lots of people love to come down and take photos in front of them That's um, quite because unique. it does provide a really nice backdrop. Yeah. I don't think we Yeah, have- which I didn't realise. No, I don't think you have them in other parts of Australia. I mean, there might be, but I don't. Obviously, when you see tourism photos of down the Mornington, you see those photos, and they look amazing. Sort mm. of something like a bit like out imagine out of England in some ways, wouldn't you? Opening out. Yeah, I guess so. Well, there's been plenty of nights where you know I go down to the beach sort of on sunset, and people who own the beach boxes down there, they they've got their Weber and they're sitting out there with a nice you know champagne um, and some dinner with you know their family and kids and stuff like that, and people are playing um, in the water, and it's really nice. It would be awesome to own one. What is the um, situation with owning those? Are they still very tightly held and they don't come up very often, or how does that work? Look, the really good ones don't come up that often um, and they can get quite expensive, but, you know, you can um, get some of the cheaper ones along Mount Martha for, you know, a couple hundred grand. Wow. Um, That's yeah, still, still not cheap. It's still quite expensive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then from my understanding, I don't think you actually ever really own the title of them. Um, council still own them. So, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a tricky one with those ones. Yeah. But they, it is part of, I guess, when I think of the Morning Peninsula, that was one of the images that come to my mind, you know, which is those beach boxes, the beautiful beaches, the beautiful rolling hills. And and there's some beautiful rural properties there, isn't there? There's a lot of people that have come over the years and have got weekenders or live there. Tell us a little bit about some of those. With the what, sorry? Some of the, rural, the rural properties that you have up in the hills around the wineries. Oh, yeah, yeah, look... Um, a lot of those aren't connected to a lot of sort of services, so they're really, really private, um, and you get some really nice acreage properties up there. Um, they're absolutely stunning, but, you know, they are very, very secluded and private. Um, so, you know, we, we sort of – they'd be ranging or anywhere upwards from a mil 1 to 1.5 um, and above. Um, but you're getting some good sort of land and property up there. Yeah, it is beautiful. So why don't we jump into a few things. Um, let's tell us a little bit about 
where your buyer inquiry is coming from at the moment and what you're sort of seeing as a bit of a shift or where people are coming from out of different areas to you? Yeah, we're definitely getting outside um, of the Mornington Peninsula. We're getting more in Melbourne um, and in a suburb inquiry at the moment because I think as well we've had a lot of people stuck in isolation and it's been very unknown for Victoria for the, since March. So we are finding that a lot of people are wanting to move down to Mornington as a lifestyle choice especially because their workplaces now have really adapted to the new technology and a new way of doing business, they're able to then seek the opportunity to create a better lifestyle for themselves, being able to work remotely. So that's what we're finding at the moment is a lot of people are able to, to look at the opportunity down in Mornington. So we're definitely getting a lot of inquiry. Whilst we're still stuck in stage four at the moment, we can't necessarily do um, your regular inspections. We have been organising Zoom inspections for, you know, vendors and, and purchasers to come and see a property um, so that they can at least see it online and, and have that, you know, site unseen inspection, um, which is then giving them a better opportunity and understanding of the market down here as well. It's interesting, isn't it, how we're all adapting fairly quickly to that because we still want to buy homes and, <laughs> you know, I look across yeah. the country, <clears throat> it's still bubbling along there. In some areas, quite hot. In other areas, slower. But obviously, you know, I guess that stage and I... It was interesting when we speak about people looking at second homes. I was actually speaking to some um, car dealers the other day and certain segment of cars are sold out because everyone's come in and decide, I'm not going overseas, I can't go overseas for a while. So I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. I'm either going to buy a weekender or I'm buying a car and I'm going to travel to Australia. So it, it, may, it may help the local economy. Um, from an investor's, what's, what's your mix of people looking for these to move to and also people looking to buy their second and third investment property? What I find with Mornington is a lot of investors, uh, that sort of lifestyle chaser, that lifestyle seeker, um, when they, when it comes to investment properties. So they're going to buy something that at some stage they're more than likely going to move into. Um, so we do find that a lot of our beachside properties that are on, you know, a bit more land, um, so you might be for land, we're sort of saying about, you know, up to 700 square metres um, of land. So we might see a house that will sell there and an investor will buy that to be able to then in 5, 10, 15 years move into um, and retire down here. But at least they've got that capital gain as well with their investment property. Our rental yields down here aren't awfully high, but you're still buying um, the lifestyle. And I think that's what people are really chasing down here. Yeah, I mean, it is spectacular. And I reiterate that again. Um, if I did, excuse me, if I lived in Melbourne, well, so let's say if I worked in Melbourne, I think it's only forty-five minutes away. I think I'd be timing my time to commute outside of peak hour, go into the city when I need to, but live down your way because it is is absolutely spectacular for all you people listening today. Um, if if yeah, you've never absolutely. been there, yeah, if you've never been there, you need to go there, <laughs> even at least to a holiday <laughs> and visit, because um, there's so many different areas and they're all very diverse and. Again, if you love great food, if you love, I think they have some of some of the best wineries in Australia, especially in ambience and what you can go through. They've got great accommodation like Jackaloop. That's amazing up there, Lauren, isn't it? The Jackaloop mm, place. Yeah, Jackaloop is beautiful, absolutely stunning. And I think I had one of my best meals there ever. And uh, being used to be in the food industry many years ago when I was a young lad, and so I appreciate good food. And I think they've got some of the best food there that I've ever had. They have amazing mm. uh, degustation dinner, and the wineries associated just look spectacular. But then again, you've got the lifestyle. And I know, Lauren, you're a very keen paddleboarder. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And you're quite into uh, fitness. So I know there's so mm. much there offering for the person that, you know, wants the great outdoors, wants to stay fit, wants to enjoy the water or the mountains, correct? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, you've got – it's funny because we're right in the middle here. So, you know, you can get up in the morning and you can drive down to Balnaring and you can see the sun rise um, in the morning from sort of Phillip Island way. And then, you know, you see the sunset over here where we live and it, you get the best of all worlds down here. And that's what I love about it. It's so diverse and you really can do whatever you want to do. So some tips for people thinking or considering to explore the area. Um, where should they start looking? I guess there's different segments. Um, depends yeah. if you want lifestyle property, you know, acreage, or if you want an investment property, I guess. But what do you think? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it sort of depends on on what you want. You know, if you're sort of looking for a beautiful family home um, near good schools, then, you know, anywhere within that sort of two-kilometre to three-kilometre radius of Mornington Main Street and even Mount Martha, um, you've got access to, you know, the beach, you've got access to the shops and you've got access to the really good schools around here. Um, but then if you're looking to go onto a bit more land where it's a little bit more usable for you, if you only want sort of maybe an acre, then, you know, about two or three kilometres um, outside of Mornington, um, as you sort of come down Benton's Road, you know, you've got some beautiful properties along there as well. Um, you've got a Summerfield Estate that has really nice homes um, that are all sort of fetching around the million dollar mark. Um, so it's really still affordable here to be able to buy a big home on a big size block. It's actually still quite affordable. Yeah, and I think that's the thing people forget. Sometimes when we're used to living in major CBD areas or, you know, in the inner and mid-ordering suburbs, we forget the value we can get when we just go that little bit further. But also what, and I know where I live, I live up on the end of the northern beaches now, and it's funny that we're starting to see quite a pickup there. Uh, people that used to commute well, let's say they live close to the CBD because they work there. We're actually finding now how work um, areas have changed and they don't have to turn up every day for work and they are working from home, as you said earlier. We're getting a lot mm. more inquiry this end of the beaches and people moving out. So it's interesting what's happened in the last few months in that shift. People are looking for a bit more space. They're looking for lifestyle attractions like the Mornington offers. Um, so, mm. so we are seeing this and hence this chat today with you. And it's great you sharing these things. And I know you have a great office and a great team and you manage a lot of property. So yourself and Malcolm Parkinson are business partners there. Um, if, if people want to know more, how do they contact mm -hmm. you guys to learn about the Mornington and, you know, ports in all those areas? Yeah, look, I'd be more than happy for anybody to um, reach out to me directly. Um, you can look us up on our Stone Mornington Peninsula website um, where we've got lots of information on there as well. Um, otherwise, you know, more than happy to drop into our office. We've got a beautiful office um, when we do open again, mind you. <laughs> yes. um, we do have a beautiful office right down the bottom of Main Street, opposite the beach there and opposite the police station. Um, so we're very lucky in the um, location that we're in. So we'd be more than happy to chat with anybody and point them in the right direction. And what's the best number to reach you on and an email address for anyone listening? Yeah, sure. My best email is Lauren Wild at stonerealestate.com.au and my phone number is 0413-487-179. Okay, now for everyone listening, I'll also drop all Lauren's details in the notes for this podcast. Um, so look, Lauren, thank you for sharing about the Mornington. I'm sure a lot of people haven't been there yet. Um, 
sometimes it takes a half hour lifetime somewhere to get to different parts of Australia, which are absolutely amazing because maybe we've travelled overseas too much, but we're all realising how beautiful Australia is. And a, a friend said that to me the other day who lives around where I am, and they said, um, you know, I'm spending more time walking around my area and I've just realised how beautiful it is because <laughs> I yeah. think he was always on a plane <laughs> going everywhere else and he's realised that this is one, you know, some of the best parts of the world as is in the Mornington. So, look, thanks, Lauren, so much for today and uh, I look forward to chatting you with on our channel and sharing thoughts the Mornington again in the future sometime. Thanks very much, Pete. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Conversation podcast. Make sure you visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information on buying, selling and investing in real estate. Bye for now.